Welcome to Breakfast with Tiffany Show. My name is Tiffany Rosdell and I am a Tokyo-based transformational lifestyle coach. In each episode of this podcast, I want to explore the positive transitions other people have made to, how they freed themselves from their struggles, what pushed them to overcome their difficulties, and how and why they felt like they could overcome. Breakfast with Tiffany Show is really all about the transitions everyone who wants to succeed makes and what they did to get there. As such, while the focus is on LGBTQ plus journeys, I want to share the stories of all people who have found their way to success. My hope is to have this platform for all of us to be together while listening to successful stories, amazing life experiences, inspirational journeys, as well as having good laughs and lots of smiles. Ladies and gentlemen, may I introduce you to something quite extraordinary. It's the Breakfast with Tiffany Show podcast. And now, it is with great pleasure that I introduce you to your host, Tiffany Rossdale. Welcome to our 102nd episode of the Breakfast with Tiffany Show podcast. This is your host, Tiffany Rossdale. How are you all been doing? I hope everyone's safe. I hope everyone's in a positive condition. I hope everyone's happy. Before we proceed to our episode today, let me just say that how I'm grateful for you for tuning in and listening to the podcast. I am grateful for your support. I would love to read one of the reviews that we get, and this is coming from the Apple Podcast with a five-star rating coming from a nickname, Sitting Fool, with the title of Fantastic. I love it already. Um, Here's the review. Relevant topics and always insightful. I recommend starting the day listening to Breakfast with Tiffany. Oh, that is so nice. Thank you so much, Sitting Fool. I'm not sure who exactly you are, but I know that you are an amazing supporter. Thank you so much for that. Thank you so much for the five-star rating. Thank you so much for the amazing review. And it is such good to hear that you start your day by listening to the podcast. That's basically one of the concepts that we had to listen to the podcast and have a breakfast with me. You can spend a breakfast time with me before you go on your day. And to the other listeners that hasn't have left a review or a rating or a comment about the podcast, that is one way that you can support us by leaving a review, a rating, and a comment. You can do that through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser. And if you want to comment, we also have our Breakfast with Tiffany Show official Facebook page. And we also have our email. You can reach out and tell us a comment or what you love about the podcast. You can also reach out to any of my social media accounts. Feel free. I often get it from Facebook Messenger. Sometimes I'll get it on my Instagram accounts too. 
or my LinkedIn. So anywhere you can leave a review, a comment, or anything that you would like to share about the podcast, we will appreciate it so much. So I was just watching online the other day um, the Miss International Queen 2022, which just recently held in Thailand. I believe it was last weekend. And for those of you who doesn't know Miss International Queen, it's one of the most prestigious international beauty pageant competition for transgender women. We actually had um, a few transgender women. We had a chat before on the podcast who was in that beauty pageant. Like Darlene, I believe Darlene appeared on Miss International Queen representing, I forgot which country. I, I'm not sure if she represented Singapore or Australia, but she mentioned that she was on that beauty pageant once. And also Francine Garcia from the Philippines, who is now well-renowned um, celebrity, influencer, actress, activist in the Philippines. Um, during the first few episodes of my podcast, I was able to have a chat with her. And um, if you missed those episodes... We will link in the episode links on the podcast show notes. So going back to watching this pageant, I was just in awe. Like all the girls were absolutely beautiful and smart. And I have been watching this beauty pageant for, for many years. And I think it has evolved in so many ways. Like the representation from different countries was definitely expanding the production of the show as well was at a level now where you can say that it's almost as good as the other more well-known prestigious beauty pageants like Miss Universe. So I want to give a credit and a big, I give a big shout out and thank you to the Miss International Queen team for doing such an amazing production now. And you can really tell how it upgraded so much over the years as I've been following their journey ever since they started. And I think because there's so much representation now and support from brands and sponsorships that they can pull out such a brilliant show production. It brought tears into my eyes how all these changes and acceptance towards us transgender women and the LGBTQ plus community has been really changing in a more positive ways. It just made me a bit of emotional just seeing these incredible changes. I couldn't see those 20 years ago. Not even in 10 years ago. So I think representation is so important. And we can't all do this without everyone's support. I also want to congratulate not just the Miss International Queen team, but also to the winners this year. Fusha and Ravina from the Philippines, representing the Philippines, won the title and crown, which made me really proud. I think the efforts and skills they do to win the title, it's a lot of work. And to all the girls who joined, I know that it's, I, I know that it's not 
an easy thing, a task, an experience to do being a beauty, beauty pageant contestant. And to be seen also around the world and be vulnerable of themselves and show representation for our community, it's not easy. I just want to congratulate everyone for doing such an amazing job for this beauty pageant. I also love the title of the the team title of this year's Miss International Queen 2022. They call them Pride Together. So in celebration of pride, they also celebrated the visibility of trans women. Again, congratulations to every single one of you who's been a part of this amazing beauty pageant. So last week, we highlighted several voices from wonderful allies for our community. In the continuing celebration of this month's Pride, Today, we have several voices from good friends who is a part of the LGBTQ plus community. There's still so much work we need to do. Even there are amazing achievements already here and there for our community. So with that, here are some of the voices. And I hope you enjoy and learn from these amazing individuals. Hi, my name is Felicity Tillak. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm a bisexual in a straight-passing relationship. I live in Kyoto, Japan, where my full-time job is as a primary school teacher, and my full-time hobby is a filmmaker. I was honored to be asked to join this episode, and as an educator and a storyteller, I believe it is very important to be part of increasing LGBTQI plus awareness and visibility. So I thank Tiffany for her hard work in providing such a positive platform for queer people in Japan. What can each of us do to get involved in the important activism taking place? Personally, I think we can all listen and we can all be open-minded and reflective. For many people of my generation and the generations before me, the visibility of the LGBTQI plus is a big cultural change. I want to say to those who've had negative opinions towards the community in the past that it's never too late to change and listen to the stories from the LGBTQI plus community and understand that everyone has the right to be safe, valued, and loved. And for those who feel justified anger at their treatment from such people, I hope that we can find a way to encourage others to change through listening and through continuing to keep an open door. How can you respond to people who object to LGBTQI plus individuals for religious reasons. I think it will always depend on the individual that you are responding to and their level of aggression. My cultural background is Christian, though I don't identify as one now. When I speak to those who do, sometimes we have very thoughtful discussions. Many religions 
have a basis of love and respect for other people. So we can usually connect, at least in that. However, for those who are defiant and angrily defensive, they're just not ready to listen yet. And I think the best response is showing your example as a positive, respectful member of the community, because others will see that and respond to that. As a teacher, I have a lot of optimism for the future. I see in my students that the idea of an LGBTQI plus relationship is now normalized. And the revulsion that I witnessed uh, as a child and through my teenage years and even until recently has gone, particularly at my school, but I do feel in uh, the broader community as well. At my school, even the idea of gender roles have diminished to the point that I rarely hear a child say, oh, that's for boys, or that's a girl thing. Unfortunately, however, I still hear adults who are having a hard time changing their mindsets, but I think that the future is very bright. And as long as we do keep listening to each other and finding those points of connection, I think that we will have a better future together. Hi, my name is Yoko, living in Yokohama, Japan, with my partner. I'm a lesbian, and the preferred pronoun is she or her. I'm a certified architect in Japan, and recently my partner and I are very passionate about planning our house, where we will move to after our retirement. We are so excited to talk about how our dream house can come true. The reason why I decided to participate in this episode is actually Tiffany. Recently, we got to know each other, and I'm really impressed by her passion. She is always looking for ways of encouraging queer community and trying to catch the attention to the LGBTQ topics from society. I wanted to support her and decided to participate in this great episode. First question. As a member of the LGBTQ plus community, how can I be a better ally to other marginalized groups within the LGBTQ plus community? Maybe by keeping to show our presence and sending the message that we are here as a supporter of you all. Our society is not yet inclusive enough, therefore we need to continue sending our strong message. Second question. When did you first come out with your LGBT identity? It was in my early 30s. I had doubted myself since I was a teenager, and it was about my early 30s when I clearly identified myself as lesbian. And lastly, my message to the listeners. Hi, listeners. I haven't met you yet, but we may see each other someday because we are living on the same globe. How can we make this world more inclusive? The key would be how we can connect each other. Let's work together for a better world.
Hello, Tiffany. I am Yukiro Javarius. I am originally from Sweden. I lived in Japan for 15 years now. And I am non binary, which means I go by the pronouns he, she, they. I'm also a drag queen and I go by the drag name Natmara. I am the mother of House von Schwarz, which currently consists of seven people. We do a drag show in Tokyo called Casket of Horrors. And we are, have been going strong for two years now. I'm very passionate about my drag house and what we're trying to do with it. We're trying to create a safe space for drag or alternative artists that doesn't really feel like they can perform at regular drag clubs. I really want it to be as diverse and as broad as possible, including all types of genders, all types of drag, obviously, all types of body types and skin colors and sexuality. I think it's really important to showcase not just one type of drag, but all the different types of drag. What is one misconception that people may have about the LGBTQ community? The first thing that comes up in my mind is that there is always like a feminine and a masculine role that has to be played in a partnership between LGBTQ plus people. This misconception is mainly because of media that always portrays gay couples or LGBTQ people couples as. One feminine and one masculine. While in real life, there's so many different types of LGBTQ couples、uh, that live their lives in many, many different ways. And I think putting a stereotype role on somebody, even for straight couples, is not that great and not that fun. What are you most passionate about when it comes to LGBTQ plus advocacy? So, as I mentioned before, I'm very passionate about drag and the drag culture. I think it's、uh, really A good way to self express and to find yourself.、Uh, I've heard many people that、uh, they found their identity and their gender through drag, so I think it's something that everybody should try out at least once. Doing drag is so much more than just putting on the clothes of the opposite sex. Doing drag is a performance art and、uh, it's a measure for me to express how I feel about certain issues around the world as well. Like,、uh, drag can be very provocative and it also can help、uh, raise money by doing charity shows. Like, just last month, we did a charity show for refugees、um, from the Ukraine and we raised a lot of money actually. It was so fulfilling. I do have a message for all the listeners. Happy Pride! In June, there's Pride Month. And in this month, particularly, we should celebrate who we are and be proud of how far we've come. Do something meaningful and help somebody who needs it. That feels so much better, and you're gonna be so happy with it. Happy Pride, and thank you for listening to me. Bye. Hello, listeners. My name is Feral. I live in Tokyo, Japan. I identify as queer and transmasculine with a Pakistani and Canadian background. I use no pronouns, just my name, and I currently work as a process manager at Rakuten's conversational AI section. I'm sharing my story with you all today as I know how hard it can be to come to terms with different identities. For me, it was especially difficult when it came to finding examples of other queer transmasculine people with my cultural and religious background. So, I hope my story helps make few people feel a little less alone in that journey.
What kind of things does someone who is an LGBTQ plus person go through when coming out? Of course, there are similar trends or narratives across LGBTQ plus people uh, in their journey. And I think it really depends on the person's situation and their background and their personality and what's important to them. So for me, I came from a Shia Muslim background and was raised in Pakistan and Saudi Arabia before I moved to Canada when I was around 13. So that's kind of where things got interesting. And since we moved around a lot as a family, the only stable factor in my life was my family. And so as a family unit, religion was a big part of maintaining that stability, that unity, and that common understanding or that feeling of connection. So given this, there was a lot of self-denial and internalized homophobia that I had to personally work through to come to terms with my identity as a queer and transmasculine person. Uh, Once I came to that realization, I knew that my family would not accept me as, as I am. Even despite that, I decided to come out to them um, because it was important for me to know that they know the truth of who I am as a person. And unfortunately, since then, we have not been in touch in a meaningful way. But uh, that is my journey around coming out. What is something that surprised you the most during your LGBTQ plus journey? Uh, what surprises me the most about my LGBTQ plus journey is how much I'm continuing to learn about the contradictions in life that come from a binary way of thinking. So we're talking good or bad, right or wrong, strong or weak, so on and so on, all these binaries that exist in the world. In a single moment, I find you can be both those things, if not more things, at the same time. So for example, not coming out can be seen as wrong or not right, um, given that you are not living your truth or you're not allowing people to see the real you. But at the same time, not coming out can also be the right thing to do, given that it could be a very dangerous situation that you're in, um, or you're not willing to change a relationship that you currently have right now, your current state of your relationship is supporting you in a way that's helpful and coming out might change the nature of that relationship. Um, So given this, you may choose to come out to some people and you may choose not to come out to others and that's okay. Or you may just reject the concept of coming out and that's also okay. So even though you can live with all these binaries melted melded together or throw out the entire binary altogether, I find that binaries are still helpful for us to understand the world around us and discover what isn't and isn't important to us, which is another binary, unfortunately. But um, that's something that I found was very surprising about my LGBTQ plus journey was just how complicated the world is. And lastly, if you have a message to the listeners, I find that pride can be a time of mixed feelings for people in the community. And pride doesn't always mean the same thing for all LGBTQ plus people. Uh, So for me, pride is a time where I can actually visibly see uh, the people in our community. And that makes me feel 
hopeful in that sense of there's more people out there who've maybe gone through something similar that I've gone through. Uh, so my ask of listeners is to just be curious and talk to other LGBTQ plus people and discover what pride actually means to them personally. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in if you reach up until this last minute of the show i am extremely grateful for you for tuning in the whole entire episode if you enjoyed our episode today please share it to your friends you can copy and paste the link wherever you are listening to right now text your friend share on your instagram stories or your facebook page tag me on your social media when you post it I'd love to hear from you. Share your thoughts on the interview that I had today. And if it's your first time here once again, please do me a favor to subscribe on the podcast. Leave us a review. In every review, it makes me so happy. So I'm looking forward to your ratings and review on Apple Podcasts. You can impact someone's life right now by just sharing our episode today. I hope you enjoyed this episode today as much as I do. And I hope you know how much you matter. How much I appreciate your time for listening. How much I love you and appreciate you. I am truly grateful for your kindness and your support. And as I always say, sprinkle kindness wherever you go. I love you and stay safe and healthy. Join us again next Tuesday for the Breakfast with Tiffany show with Tiffany Rossdale.